Hey, Josue here. Uh, when I was preparing to publish this episode in which we say the word humanization a lot, I realized that saying the word felt different just a few days later. Uh, here's some context. This episode was recorded on May 27th, 2020, two days after police officers murdered George Floyd near Minneapolis in a horribly dehumanizing way. Tony McCade was murdered by a police officer in Florida the same day we recorded. But when we recorded the episode, I wasn't thinking about George Floyd, Tony McCade, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, or that video of the white woman calling the cops on Chris Cooper in Central Park. All of these, of course, being recent examples of black humans being dehumanized and worse. So I wanted to take the time to address these deaths because while this episode addresses humanization, it's in a very different context. In our conversation, we assume that everyone already recognizes some humanity in healthcare workers and therapists. We take it for granted, and we proceed from there to talk about humanizing them more through their interests. What has happened to George Floyd, Tony McCade, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, Chris Cooper, and others seems to me like a complete lack of recognition of their humanity. It's something I don't understand, and this episode wasn't trying to. This episode is, like many of our episodes, arguing that the things we care about can help us connect with and understand each other, and in many cases, provide common ground to start the process. I considered not publishing this episode because I felt it might trivialize the idea of humanization, you know, right now, but I'm really proud of what we do here at Geek Therapy. No one does what we do, which is why we've continued to publish consistently, just doing what we do, regardless of COVID and other things, in the hopes that we can have some sort some some normalcy, uh, not just for us making the content, but especially for you who enjoy our community, our shows, and get something out of them. Sometimes we avoid discussing current events because I think there are other people who are better suited to discuss certain topics. In this case, we inadvertently touch the topic, perhaps the topic of right now in our own way. Again, we're discussing humanization, the opposite of dehumanization in the context of healthcare and fandom, which is what we do and what we're best at, and we had no intention uh, of trivializing the dehumanization of black people in America. And if you want us to address current events more directly in the future, just let us know, and we'll, we'll definitely consider it. Okay, that's all I wanted to say. I hope you're all taking breaks and resting and trying to recharge between uh, everything that's happening. Okay, here's the episode. Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. Here at Geek Therapy, we believe that the best way to understand each other and ourselves is through the media we care about. My name is Osai Cardona, and I'm joined by Lauren Keller. What's up? And Laura Taylor. Hey. So for today, I want to bring up uh, something I saw on the news, and then I read a couple articles about. It's basically this idea that healthcare workers... Um, so imagine you go to the hospital and... Everybody there is like in hazmat suits, practically, right? They're <laughs> they're covered up. They've got PPEs. They've got masks on. Sometimes they have like these face shields on. They're they're trying to take care of themselves. And the the news I was uh, reading was talking about how some of these healthcare workers are trying to find ways to humanize uh, themselves in front of their patients so that it isn't as scary. Like you're already nervous because you're there the middle of a pandemic, mm-hmm. you don't know if you have COVID, it's scary. And then on top of that, these people come over that are just covered head to toe. You can't, you can see nothing but their eyes. So uh, what I saw was that people were putting pictures of themselves, like smiling, like portraits on their clothing so that you could see that the person under all of that was a real person. And when I saw that, I was, I thought, oh, that's interesting, but it doesn't go far enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, I mean, that's, that's like that's like wearing a graphic tee, right? Like when you see somebody out in public and, they, and you see the clothing that they have on, it, it says something. Or you see someone's tattoos and you're like, oh, like I, I feel like I get something about that person. You may be wrong, right? <laughs> but there's something that you're that you're pulling from that. So I thought that like wearing a photo of yourself, uh, I I thought that's like why not wear like your favorite stuff? I don't know something that says something about you. Would I? It was my thought that it would be more humanizing than the photo of of yourself. Uh, any thoughts on that? 
just like I'm just trying to set up the the topic here, but I think I mean I think that the face is really important, just given the the context of like not having that aspect of like communication, it, it, like reading faces and seeing yeah. mouths move and everything, and so there's something just on like basic communication level that having a face to look at helps. Yeah. Um, you can see that in all sorts of research on like avatars and everything. It's like having a face is very important. It doesn't even need to be a very realistic face, but yeah. um, a face is good. But I, yeah. I agree with you. I think there would be something really nice. I'm thinking about, you know, when I was like a kid and going to the dentist or the doctors and the um, nurses and nurse practitioners and assistants and doctors and everybody would have like individual scrubs with different stuff on it and some of them were just like you know cute and fun and something that kids would enjoy so it's sort of like a way to soothe children of like yeah i'm covered in like a lilo and stitch shirt you like yeah. lilo and stitch too right um but also just having you know that sort of aspect of getting to see a little bit of somebody's you know personality whether or not it's just a you know a front it's it's still kind of nice to have that like you said, humanizing aspect is like there is an actual person under there that has yeah. preferences and makes choices as to what they're wearing and how they are trying to be perceived by the world. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm glad people are thinking about this and I hope more, pe more people do it. And I think, again, like, yeah, the picture, it's good. I think we can do more. I think you can go farther. <laughs> <laughs> I um, think you're right, Josue. I think, well, one thing I was thinking of when you talk about like the, the smiling face on on their mask or whatever like what if they have some really messed up news to give you and there's a smiling face on their mask yeah <laughs> like yeah just because you have this like visual reminder of the people being human right uh yeah. it doesn't mean that you're communicating the appropriate affect for the conversation yeah <laughs> um but it is a nice idea uh I personally, when I was like, okay, we're going to have to wear masks going out, I went out and bought a ton of, like, cool geeky masks. And I had my stepmom make me a Star Wars mask. That was the first one I got. And now I've got stuff that's, like, I don't know. Um, I have it, one with a bunch of, like, D&D, &D, like, dice all over it. Uh, I have my uh, trash gang with a... With a <laughs> it's got a raccoon and an opossum and a rat with sunglasses on like i've got a whole bunch of stuff coming that's like masks that are say something that, about you. that say something about me and who is the person behind the mask yeah yeah i've i've tried to be very uh more expressive with my eyes because i realize that no one sees that i'm smiling or or, or, or <laughs> making a face i've been like watching a lot of anime lately so i've been like practicing my my eyes <laughs> um i don't I'm, I'm probably not getting the message across but that got no you're thinking. just like staring at people intensely <laughs> i'm like squinting and i think i think what is it um smizing smizing right i think i'm smizing but we I'm, can learn yeah. from tyra banks yeah yeah people probably just think that i'm like giving them beady eyes like giving them like a cold stare i don't know why is he looking at me that way? I don't know. See, I've just uh, gotten really into throwing up the peace sign everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you like cock your head to the side so it's like at emphasis? Oh, yeah, like anime style. Exactly. <laughs> like you said, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying. Uh, but this is a topic that uh, is very closely related to something that we've said many times over the years that like therapists are people too, right? Like show your, and mental health professionals are people too, and teachers are people too. Like why not show... Um, why like hide parts of yourself? It's okay to show that you like certain things. So the, the humanizing of the healthcare workers got me thinking about the fact that I, I've finally uh, been able to set up a, a space in my home to that's mine. And it is my space for my stuff. It is my home office. It is the recording space. And I was like, okay, fantastic. This is, this is, I, I finally have this. So I was thinking, okay, the way I set it up, whenever I'm in a meeting and I'm in meetings all day now, I mean, lots of people are, but I'm in these like video meetings all day. I was like, behind me, I wanted to reflect me. I wanted to, you know, be something about me until up until a couple of days ago, I was sitting like in a corner near a windowsill and I just put a whole bunch of amiibo on the windowsill. I was like, that's the best I could do. But now I put some shelves up and I have a table 
And I was really thinking about what to put up there. And I had not done that since I had my private practice in Charlotte many, many years ago. And I remember also like thinking very, very, uh, I put, I put a lot of thought into it. Like when you walked in, there was a Doctor Who poster. It was the first thing you saw when you, when you walked in. And it was like, it was the, the exploding TARDIS, um, which looks like a Van Gogh painting. So it was one of those things where like, if some people got it and some people just thought like, oh, that's like kind of a Van Gogh looking painting. Uh, there were like comics and, uh, and among magazines on the table, there were, you know, little things here and there. And then in my office I had, I didn't go crazy with it. I was like, I want to, you know, like have geeky accents. <laughs> so I had like, I had a TARDIS, I had a transformer, I had a, a couple other things, but not too much. I had a video game console. I didn't go crazy. Um, but now I was doing that again and it felt so good. It felt like, again, like I was, I was able to show a piece of myself off and the way I set it up and the way I move things around, I was just showing you all. I was like, Oh, like I'm building a Lego set. I want to make sure that's like visible. I'm, I'm building a, <laughs> I'm building a Gundam over here and I want to make sure that that's visible and look at my new tools and look at my Amiibo over here. And I, I loved, uh, uh, doing this now. And I thought it was so important in the past. And, and a big part of why I'm, I, I wanted to make sure that some of these things were visible is because like one day this week, I did a webinar on animal crossing and I'm going to be doing a few in the next weeks, in the next few weeks on different video games, on Lego, on different things. And I was like, Oh, well, I want to make sure that like my background matches that I don't want just like a gray wall or a window or a closet or something like that. Like I was, I was thinking very, I, I feel like it says something. I feel like it, it means something to be able to show that off. And also this is coming from someone who doesn't wear graphic tees, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. I want to, <laughs> I'm trying to um, purposely do something that I don't usually do, but like I, I really wanted to get that message across. And it felt, it felt really good. I mean, we've encouraged people over the years to do this a lot. And, and now, I don't know, it feels really good for me. I think, I think we'll, we'll see the effect that it has on other, other, other people. I'm getting reactions already. Um, very few people's backgrounds make me comment. And already people have been commenting on mine. And uh, I kind of like it. I, I, I'm not used <laughs> to that. I'm, I'm liking it. I should have done it before. Um, but I also feel good about it. But I want to hear, uh, I know, Lara, you told me you're kind of doing the same thing. You're kind of in the same mode right now, redecorating your office. Right, right. Um, so I have, and you've stayed in my office, you've seen like the Captain America stuff all at the top of my desk. Um, and some of this, like we have stuff on the walls, my Miyazaki posters, that that's what the clients see. But I wanted to feel more myself in my at home office when I'm writing or when I'm uh recording this podcast or I'm at a webinar or I'm working with clients. So we finally put up our Captain America, uh, like not posters, but like they're, they're posters, but they're on wood, uh, wood backing, um, put those up on the wall and I was able to rearrange my desk and we finally put my, like my, my degree and my certificate in traumatology and all my license and all that on the wall. And I feel like an, a, a legit like therapist, but I also feel like legitimately me in this space now. Um, I feel like I can look up and see not just a blank wall, but I see myself yeah. looking back at me. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me, I used to have, I mean, I couldn't bring it with me. I should just buy another one. I had a Batman coffee mug. It was mm-hmm. all black and then it has the yellow Batman emblem and the bat symbol. And then the way I would, I, w- I would always be drinking something from there with my clients. Um, mm-hmm. And so my clients would be talking to me and I'd, I'd grab my mug and, and drink from it. But the bat symbol, I always held the cup in my right hand, which made the bat symbol <laughs> face me and not them. Because it okay. was for me, it wasn't for them, right? <laughs> I wasn't trying to show them my bat symbol. Like to me, it was important that I had this bat symbol uh, with me. And like a part of me also loved the fact that like they couldn't really see it. It was, it was, it was for me. Yeah. So I mean, when you showed us those pictures, I didn't, I didn't realize it until now, right? That we were all the Captain America stuff that you that you shared is that's what you see. <laughs> Your clients never see that. No, they never see that. And yeah. when I'm doing intakes over telehealth right now, I mentioned like the geeky stuff that is in my office and I mentioned the geeky stuff 
that I have in front of me and I'll tell them and wave my hands and on the screen like you can't see it but I have all this Captain America stuff in front of me and so many of them comment on the Miyazaki posters behind me and it starts a conversation but like Captain America and Captain Marvel because I do have some Captain Marvel stuff up there too are my like those are my guiding points when I look at superheroes and so I feel connected and I feel like me and it's one of those things like they did that study that if you hold your hands on your hips like a Superman pose for a while you feel heroic stronger and heroic when I look up at my wall I'm like that's that's cap that's me I can do this Um, your chair is Captain America right my chair is Captain America and people do (laughs) comments on that too um and is it visible it is visible when I lean to the side a little bit. Oh, because the headrest, like, right? If the headrest has the A on it, and then there's a Marvel um, pillow behind my head. <laughs> um, and in my office at work, at the at my my actual office, not my home office, I mean, when you were telling the coffee mug story, I was like, oh, he's going to be like, he's showing off the ca- the Batman to, to everybody else. And I laughed. Well... I drink out of a water bottle that's an Aquaman water bottle. And the way I hold it, I specifically hold it so that clients will see that. Mm. (laughs) Um, But I also have stuff on a little table next to me. I have a Harry Potter cauldron mug that holds all my pens um, and the remote for my TV. Um, And on their side, I have little fidget things that now I'm going to have to rethink and like sanitize. But um, like wood block, I found wood block, like, you know, those little like fidgets that just you can make different shapes with. I found ones that are like, sometimes they're robots. Well, I found ones that are like Captain America, Spider-Man, the Hulk, Mm -hmm. Iron Man. And people love those. And I love talking to them about which one they picked up out of the basket. Um, So I try to throw some of my own flavor in my very uh corp- corporate office. I think uh. it's it's nice because even like especially with kids like even if it's not something that they're interested in seeing that like you care about something like that gives them more space to be like, well, um maybe you've heard about like this thing that I'm really into. And that gives you mm-hmm. like an opening to be all like, "Oh yeah, tell me about like the poster you have on your wall." Yeah, and that's something I've really appreciated about, like, doing telehealth, uh, being able to see other people's stuff. Like, the kids and the adults that I work with are like, let me go get this thing I want to show you. And then we geek out about it. And it's really fun. Um, And I feel like I'm learning a lot about my clients because I'm getting to see what matters to them without just having a conversation about it like i actually get to see it and like ask about it and be curious about it in a different kind of way so um, and it's telling as to like what they decide they want to show you like that is saying something too yeah Yeah. but it also humanizes them they're not Mm -hmm. just a person sitting across from me with a problem they are a person with wants and and desires and and fandoms and all kinds of things. And it's so great to get to, to know them a little bit more personally. Yeah, that was a big part of doing in-home counseling. It was mm-hmm. going to people's homes and you learn so much more about them, especially clients that you had like had uh, come to the office and also went to their homes. Um, there's also, there's something, yeah, I mean, you're literally opening your house to, to a stranger. Right? Yeah. And so they're seeing things that other people don't usually see. And there's, yeah, there, there's a lot about that. And I think that's, that's what we're talking about, right? Like right now we're, we're all in front of cameras. So what are people seeing um, behind us? I don't know if you've seen um, articles or, or read anything about kind of the, there's like a dark side to this, which is like, oh yeah, like some people, like they don't want people to see their homes because the, you know, they're, they're not rich they don't have nice walls or nice art on their you know behind them or there's no good space um they they don't want like they they usually wouldn't want somebody to see where they live or the other Mm -hmm. people who are there and unfortunately because of the zoom meetings um people are you know seeing parts of your house that you don't want them to see Um, which is why a lot of people are using the virtual backgrounds yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is, it's just a good thing that that exists, yeah. And 
but but the positive side right? <laughs> if you if you if you're actually um proud of that um yeah i mean th- there's multiple parts to this but i love the the idea of the stuff that you can see like feeling like yourself like mm-hmm. i've i just moved uh, right a, a couple months ago and i couldn't bring everything with me um over the years i've had to I try not to collect a lot of stuff because I've moved a lot and it's hard to to take stuff around with you. But there are there's like one piece of like there's one statue that I have that I've taken with me everywhere and I've had for a really long time. And unfortunately I couldn't bring it with me now, but I, I haven't gotten rid of it. It's it's on my list of things that I, I need to get mailed over. And I can't wait to put it to put it over here. Um but but there are other things that I, I, I could bring. So I have like I have a few minifigs and very small like Lego sets that I could uh, bring with me almost anywhere. And Amiibo, I love Amiibo because they're small, <laughs> they're very tiny, and um, they're like they're sturdy. They're sturdy too. So I'm really like I have all my Zelda ones. I think I have. I don't have all the Zelda ones. There's a couple that I'm missing, but I, I really want to finish that set. I'm not like I don't want every single Amiibo. There are some very particular ones that I want, but I love I love my my Amiibos. Um, Lauren, has is there anything that you've been bringing with you all over the place? Like I, last week, you mentioned the Rhapsody books that that's like you always have them with you. Is there anything else? That yeah, you... I mean, yeah, my bookshelf, the the bookshelf, uh, the handful of series that I'm like, I always need those around. Those are around. I've got um some artwork that. I managed to bring with me, but not a lot of the bigger pieces that I would usually have hanging up since I'm uh, sharing a room, living in somebody else's house. A lot of my my cool art is in storage, unfortunately. Mm. Um, But, you know, I've still found little ways to make the space around me feel like it represents me at least partly. Um, I sent you guys a couple of pictures and there, there are lots of like little figurines around my desk that I share. Um, including a, a lion, a little pink lion from Steven oh, Universe, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I've got I've got my entire set of dice, and um, there there's a lot, and it has grown recently. I'm yeah, I love dice, so now I have <laughs> the like clicky uh, clackies, the sparkle clicky clackies. I love them. Uh, so I've got uh, a glass like cylinder container that is filled with beautiful dice and then i have a um like see-through glass teapot that is also filled with more dice and those are just out so i can i can just peep on them with my eyes it's beautiful i have some um some artwork that i made for uh the friend i live with a couple of years back um they are uh these four little adventure time paintings and they're they're separated into colors and there there are pictures of um did you draw and paint those yourself? I did. I did. Ooh. I mean, they're just sketched off of like the existing cartoon characters, but um, yeah, it's yeah. a cool, cool art project. I'm pretty proud of. I've also got um, this Remy. Remy had a small Jake stuffed animal, and I had a large Jake stuffed animal. And I I sewed them together the other day. And so now I'm like, "Mm, I need to buy more Jake's so I can build the multi-Jake because this is my favorite. Um, I also have, uh, I guess, maybe maybe last year, maybe the year before, my sister sent me um, a really beautiful uh, print of an over-the-garden-wall art piece that someone made, somebody drew. And um, I have it hanging next to a little cross stitch uh, that I did that says, ain't that just the way? Ain't that just the way? Which is, you know, that speaks deeply to my heart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's, you know, it, obviously it's not as, as much me as I would like it to be. And I'm, I'm definitely a little bit jealous of you all having like your own spaces to like go hard. But that has been the case for me before and it will be again. And, um, you know, I'm enjoying the little bits that I get to have around me now, even if they aren't that many, they're still meaningful. And uh, I feel like that, you know, it means something to me. But I think when other people see it, it, you know, (laughs) I don't know in what way, but it does describe something about me. (laughs) (laughs) That Jake's on Jake says something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
No, you but like I mean, you, cartoons you use the word and you're meaning. very weird. <laughs> <laughs> you use the word meaning a lot, right? Like yeah. it is meaningful to you. Is there, I mean, you kind of gave a story for, um, well, like you, you, like why, why the jar of, of dice? Um, I just, if you, if I you just, can share. No. I had, I had, um, my dice in a like little cheapo velvet bag that they had come in, that set had come in at some point. And, um, uh, honestly, I just, I, I had too many dice to fit in that bag anymore. And, um, then I inherited, well, I, my, my uh, mom and dad's old dice sets from when they were younger and they played D&D um, at some point got to my brother and then my brother moved away and I was like, I'll hang on to them for you, bro. So now they're mine. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then when my, <clears throat> when my friend died last November, I inherited her dice set. And so I have lots of dice and um, I had already had like one container and I don't even remember what I, I think I was using it to hold pens or something before, but it's just something I had around. And so I filled it up with dice and I was like, this is pretty, I like it. And then I, <laughs> I went scrounging around the house here for, you know, looking in old uh, cabinets in the garage and um, under, you know, the the, the one cabinet that nobody looks in in the kitchen. It's like, yeah. okay, can I find something that's glass that will hold dice? And I found the the glass teapot, and it's just, just the right size to hold all the rest of my dice with <laughs> just enough space for me to potentially consider sp- spending more money for frivolous reasons. <laughs> <laughs> There's space for more dice. I should fill it up, right? So, so what, um, mm. is, that, is that a portal turret, I see? Yeah, yeah, there's... Um, uh, we've got two of those. There's a little earth, earth painted portal turret, and then there's um, also a little leopard print one. Okay, it's next okay. to me. And lion? Is there any story behind the lion? Um, I just love lion. So, lion's yeah. pretty cool. I mean, right? So, so I mean, that's kind of what I what I was getting at. Like sometimes people are like, "Oh, what's the meeting?" But like, listen, the one statue that I have that I that I that I take everywhere and the one thing I've never gotten rid of is an Escaflone statue. And <laughs> Escaflone, do you know what it means to me? Nothing really. I just think it is the coolest looking mech in <laughs> creation. Okay, but that's but that's what it means to you. But 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 like but that's but that's enough is my point, right? That is like I just think it is so cool and it makes me so happy to look at it and to think of it. There isn't like a yeah. story behind it. There isn't. It is just like for those of you who don't know what Escaflone is. Okay, it is a it's an anime, but the Escaflone like mech is it's a fantasy series right so it's like imagine medieval knights and stuff like that but the knights they go into these mech suits like gundam rope giant robot mech suits in medieval times so it's like mechanical and <laughs> steampunkish and this one in particular the escaflone one the one that belongs to the king transforms into a dragon it is oh. the coolest thing it combines so many of my favorite things into one it's just it's just the coolest it's just that's it. That's that's enough. That's what that's why I want it here. I actually bought a small figure um off of eBay while I can while I get my <laughs> my my big statue. <laughs> because it's just it's just so cool. But it makes me feel good. It, like it makes me makes me so happy. Yeah. So yeah, so there's happy. definitely stuff I've got around this just like it's cute. It's cute and I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and to be able to share that with other people like when we're talking about the the coffee mug and and like you're showing people the the Aquaman symbol, but like I I would I had the the bat symbol facing me, but there were moments there were multiple ones, and not with kids. These were adults who like sought me out because they're like, oh yeah, like I'm a big nerd too, I'm a big geek. I want to you know like mm-hmm. I thought that would be interesting to come work with you, and I'm like yeah yeah. And then there wasn't really any Batman stuff in the office, but when someone would say like, oh I'm a huge Batman fan, I was, and he's my favorite, I'm like oh really? And then I would just like slowly turn the cup around or like you know like switch it to my other hand, <laughs> and it's always it was always a moment like <laughs> oh that's so cool man like, yeah. the reveal <laughs> that built a lot of rapport very quickly. Yeah. It was it was great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Like yeah. just being able to share like, and now I have the ability like oh somebody says something they like something. I can go get it from the other room and have it for like the next week and be like, hey, look at this thing. Yeah. 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 
I mean, dope. It, it feels I miss good. I, I miss being able like I had a bunch of um artwork uh from from friends like other people I know who who are artists and I miss having those up on my wall. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz that was it's like it says something about me because I like it and that I've spent the time to like hang it up, but it also says something about me because it gives me an opportunity to brag about my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you like that piece? Yeah, my my very cool and close friend did that. Um, yeah, I'm sorry that your friends did cool stuff like this. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a signed copy. What's up? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Geek Therapy Network and all of our projects are made possible by the supportive listeners like you. You can become a patron for as little as one dollar a month and gain access to exclusive content, behind the scenes stories, swag, and more. Sign up at any tier and we'll send you a welcome kit in the mail anywhere in the world to celebrate your first month. Thank you so, so much for supporting us. We couldn't do it without you. You can learn more at patreon.com slash geek therapy. Has there ever been a thing that you owned, like what we're talking about, whether it's merch or art or toys, um, figures that you didn't want people to see? I'm just curious. I mean, the closest thing I have to that is uh, Nina's painting of naked ladies that I I can't put up because (laughs) I have children as clients. Uh, (laughs) But I don't I don't think I have any like geeky things or like things that I wouldn't want people to see. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I don't. Hmm. But Josue, I, you know I wave my geek flag everywhere. I've got logo shirts and hats and everything everywhere. Captain so. America chairs, yeah. <laughs> okay. Captain America chairs, yeah. Your bathroom. I mean, I've mentioned your bathroom in the past, but can it you is please? the bat room. The bat yeah. room. Yeah, I remember Page you telling is silent. me. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Hey, uh, that's a lot of Batman stuff," and you were like, "Did you turn the light off?" And then I turned the light off, and there was like a bat signal, right? Uh-huh. Was there like a nightlight or something? Yep, there yeah. still is. It's still there. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, it's a lot of yeah. It's a, it's a bad room. Yeah. I okay. I have I have an answer, but it is not. It's from when I was like a a tween. So okay. okay. <laughs> well, okay. I finally got like my own room, and I went fucking hog wild putting up <laughs> posters and stuff. But um, it was in, like, sixth or seventh grade. So it was just, like, all Harry Potter stuff. <laughs> and it's, like, I started on, like, one wall. And it's, like, I put up the good stuff, like, the the cool posters and the, like, up-close shots of Daniel Radcliffe that I put in a protective plastic sleeve so I can smooch it at night because that's who frame. I was. Like um, that, yeah. yeah, inexpensive frame. You just put it in. It's easy. Uh, <laughs> uh, but then it also got to the point where it's like, I need more. And so I like I had somebody at, at some point gave me a uh, like a little cheapo plastic kite that had Harry and Ron in the, the flying car as a picture on the kite. I, I taped that to my ceiling. Um, I started collecting um, like the less popular posters. Like I had... Um, what are these? It must it must have been from the school library, but it was a like reading is magic with a picture of <laughs> Harry Potter from like when the fourth book came out. And I had like postcards and uh, like magazines. I cut pages basically like above my bed, the the walls and the ceiling were all all Harry Potter. Um, and then, of course, across from the bed was a mirrored closet. So it's just so much Harry Potter. I left that up for so long. Oh, man. Yeah, I would not want that as my background. Actually, hmm. I'm saying that, but mm-hmm. I'm thinking about it. I don't actually have that much shame. It would be hilarious. I kind of wish I had pictures of it. <laughs> hmm. I might have to go looking. So, so what are the reasons why you wouldn't want it now? 
Well, I'm not obsessed with Harry Potter anymore. Also, it would be extremely inappropriate for an adult 31-year-old <laughs> to have their wall covered in pictures of 12- and 13-year-olds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, the picture of Snape would have been fine um, and McGonagall, because why not? Uh, but yeah, the like little baby Hermione Granger uh, and sweet, sweet baby Ron, um, that's weird and creepy. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Uh, it, maybe if it, if it was just like, if it had just been like book stuff and movie stuff, but because it's like I had like it was like Teen Bop, yeah, I had Tiger like, Beat kind of, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, I had like the cut out the photo shoot pictures for you know U.S. Weekly or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, you know i was yeah. uh, i was a teen girl so it's yeah. just like you know kind of creepy a little bit obsessive that's how you go <laughs> gotcha just to be clear if it were illustrations like from the illustrated version of the kids in their first year that would be okay that wouldn't be creepy. yeah because then it's just it's, it's just cartoon art gotcha gotcha Thank i mean you for the obviously not you know if i've got fucking like gross rule 34 stuff like no but i didn't no. have any of that anyways <laughs> Well, hmm. no, Mm. no, I did not. Moving along. No, I did not. (laughs) 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 I did not. I didn't have a printer at home. (laughs) So I asked the question because as I'm setting up my, my, my room and I'm setting up the background, I'm thinking, wow, like half the time I'm going to be meeting with people who probably really care about this. And the other half of the time I'm going to be like I work at a university now where nobody gives a shit about this stuff. I'm pretty sure. Um, so I was like, Oh, like, do I, do I need like, do I need to like draw a curtain? Like to cover my stuff. Have two backgrounds. Yeah. <laughs> two backgrounds. Right. Like I move the <laughs> two desks. Um, I still might uh, end up like having a different setup for, for work, but I was thinking about that. I was like, Oh, like I don't want these people in particular to see this or or do I, right? Like I was debating about that. It's the same reason why I don't wear the graphic tees. It's because there are moments when I want people to know me and there are moments when I don't. And yeah. it's like, I want Wanting some control. To have con- yeah, having control over yeah. that that kind of exposure. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, th- I think I've told you the story that the first graphic tee I ever got, like as a, as a teenager, I was obsessed with Dragon Ball Z. And my mom for my birthday got me a t-shirt with uh trunks who is probably still my favorite uh dbz character future trunks to be clear and like uh, a visor hat that said dragon ball z on it and i thought that the shirt looked so cool but i i didn't want to wear it out because i didn't want anybody i'm still not sure like how how to explain it i haven't i don't think i've spent a lot of time thinking about it but it was like it was somehow embarrassing for me like i just i think it was just i didn't want people to know unless I wanted them to know, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So like walking around with it, again, it was a sense of control. So I remember wearing it out once and I felt so uncomfortable that I, I never wore wore them again. And I felt so bad because it was probably one of the only times that my mom ever picked out a good present. Like, <laughs> I'm surprised she even, she probably didn't do it on purpose. Like she probably didn't know that that was the character that I really liked. But it just so happened that she did, and it's it's probably one of the most, if not the most, thoughtful present she's ever she's ever given me, and it's uh, it, I felt really bad. So like I felt pressured to wear it, and then I think that was part of it. I felt pressured to wear it, <laughs> but I was exposing myself in a way that I didn't want I didn't want people to know that part of me. And obviously, I'm much older now. I understand that most people don't give a shit at all. They didn't. Even, they don't even notice, uh, so, especially if they don't even know what it is. So, mm-hmm. but but uh, but at that age, but I'm, I haven't gotten over that completely. I'm still, I still don't wear graphic tees. But I like the control of this space, and that I'm that I'm showing it off, and that I'm I'm trying to, to say something. Hmm. Have you? Because I mean, we've heard stories like this in the past, right? Where where it's like, oh, it's a mental health professional, and they 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 don't. Like they, they show people, you know, what they're into and then there's either a lot of judgment or, you know, people like, like when I was asking you before Lauren, about like, Oh, what's the meaning behind this? Right. It's like people ask questions like, like Oh, you went to Comic-Con. Like what did you dress mm-hmm. up as and why? And it's like, it's not like people are just trying to make conversation, but it's, it's kind of annoying 
because they're just, I don't know, they're curious, but it's, I don't know, they're conversations that make me kind of uncomfortable. Um, when they're not coming from, what's the, what's the term for when someone is curious, but like not in a like genuinely positive way. It's like you're a, you're a, a rare specimen and they. Like they're examining you. Kind of. I mean, it's like, oh, you like that thing? Like, but why? You know, like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know what the, the term is. But to avoid that type of thing, right, that type of situation is why I will usually, like, not, you know, let people see that part of me. Um, and yet to, to you day. can have some cool conversations if you do, like, leave that stuff up and, like, people that you think might not care could yeah. care. Like, yeah. I was in a training this week and I texted you, Josue, like, I had um, a training with our medical director at my company. And in the training, he mentioned like being a master of time and put like Doctor Who stuff in and a couple of slides <laughs> with different doctors in it. And Respect. there was a TARDIS. And I, I, I never would have guessed. I never yeah. would have known. Yeah. Um, and now I have something like I'm not the biggest Doctor Who fan, but I can have a little bit of a conversation and like – now I know next time we have like an in-person kind of meeting, I can be like, hey, what did you think of the last season of Doctor Who? And like have this conversation. Yeah. Um, and I, I, there are so many of my coworkers that because I have my stuff in my office or in the background on my, um, on my home office and in my Zoom meetings, they're like, oh, cool, you like Miyazaki or you like this thing or whatever. And like start, we have, like, I feel like I've found my people and they're people that I would never suspect that were my people. Yeah. I mean. Because they're like you and they hide things away. I know, I know. And it's funny because I, I gravitate towards that, right? Like there have friends, there have been friends that I've made just because I walked up to them because they were wearing a graphic tee or they were showing something, right? That was very, um, like I, I didn't expect to see, like like this girl with the GI Joe T-shirt at this event. So I was like, hey, like you like GI Joe? I like GI Joe. Let's be friends. <laughs> and it and and that has happened many times uh, over over the years, and still. I'm still, <laughs> and I and I I tell people this all the time, right? Like, uh, at at see, because sometimes there there can be a consequence, which is what mm-hmm. makes this kind of difficult, right? Because when when uh, people who are interns or are working at a mental health place talk about this stuff, and they're like, oh, if I if I do this, like, I'm afraid. Like, f- first of all, I mean, you could like you could get some sort of harassment. Um, you could just people make you feel uncomfortable. Um, I think it's possible that depending on people's opinions, you could lose your job uh, depending on if like, I don't know, a graphic tee violates a, a dress mm-hmm. code or, or someone sees it as like satanic, you know, and you've just got like an anime t-shirt. I don't know, something like that. So there, there could be potential consequences, but in general, I'm like, yeah, like again, this whole topic started with the idea of humanizing people, right? Like what can we do to help people see who we are. I still have issues with the control part, but you're absolutely right. There are some great opportunities to connect with people. And I think that's what, that those are the multiple parts or components of this, right? There's a, there's a part where it's like, Oh, I love this because it makes me feel good. There's another part where it's like, Oh, I, I want the world to know <laughs> that this is me. This is the real me. This is what I like this is what I care about. And I think the third component is, there's opportunities there to connect with people that unless you can see what they like or what they're into, you never have anything in common. You would, you would have never spoken or, or approached that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Haven't had anybody say anything in a while. I think like at least the people who reach out to us, uh, there's a lot of, um, I don't know, like the world feels much more welcoming definitely mm-hmm. thank you marvel movies uh, <laughs> have, made, have made things a lot easier <laughs> even yeah i mean even even like the the gundam stuff that i'm uh, into now it's surprising how like how popular it's becoming um 
yeah, I mean, it's like it's more accessible. Anime is much more accessible now than it was when I was a kid. Like, I love on TikTok, people are like, everybody's talking about like how they're a weeb and how they love anime and like, you know, how things are so much better. And it, it, it really is. It really is. And I guess probably is better because we are more vocal and willing to to share those parts of ourselves more often. Now, I ha- I saw a video the other day on YouTube where they were talking about how so little money is made from the these shows themselves that so much of it comes from the actual merchandise that uh i think i think i've like i've understood that in the past but it didn't i didn't think about it as much until until i saw that video recently and that uh that made me think a lot about <laughs> kind of the things that I, the things that we like and how big of an effect um, having the merch, right? Like buying the merch has on, on the things that we care about. It's almost like, like if you take away the, if you just think about it as like, Oh, like this is, this is a thing that I really like and I want to support it and I'm supporting it by literally spending the money and then also showing other people like it seems that that is more beneficial to the things that we like than the actual, like than watching it on Netflix or, or just renting it. Um, or even, or even buying the, I guess buying the DVDs or, or the Blu-rays are helpful, but it's not as helpful as, as the merch. That's crazy to think about. Mm -hmm. I mean, on, on the one hand, capitalism, baby. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I say this, but like, I understand that many of my uh, favorite TV shows as a kid were made specifically to sell toys. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're very good at that, Hasbro. Good job. <laughs> one of the one of the like most blatant uh, examples I can think of with this is um, Disney Parks. They do not make any money on the exorbitant price <laughs> that oh, you pay to get into. No. None of the, the tickets don't make them money. It's all the merchandise and the food people. and food yes. yeah like movie theaters and 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 food yeah 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 exactly so same thing with movie theaters i remember yeah. sony when i i don't know what it's like now but when sony was doing putting out the playstation 2 they were only making like four dollars off of every console <laughs> yeah 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 that, i mean yeah that's a that's a little different but th- like imagine imagine that they make more imagine if they're actually making more money off of playstation t-shirts than they are off of every playstation right that's crazy mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> it's possible <laughs> it's possible you're spending 25 dollars on a t-shirt that took two dollars to make or less than that two dollars yep. to license it three cents to make it and then the rest is uh profit that's crazy mm-hmm. that's crazy well I'm, I'm 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 bringing this up because uh there's there's something that has felt really good about embracing this uh i'm going full in on gundam and then i was like as i'm watching the the different mechs appear on the show i'm i'm buying the model kits and i haven't done that or tried to do that since like transformers as a kid it was like oh like this is the new one this week and now let's go to the toy store i want to see if they have it there and oh that's that's the one that i want it feels really good i'm really enjoying this (laughs) And there's something about uh, the the stuff that I have behind me. I made a decision that I wanted to to for most of the stuff that was behind me to be stuff that I had a part in making. Like it, like mm-hmm. I didn't just want it to be like, oh, I like those things. I'm like, oh no, no, like I made that. I put that together, and and that felt really good. And that felt like something that I also wanted to to convey. And yeah, I hope well, I, I hope mean- that says something about me. I mean, it, it does. And yeah. looking at, like I said, putting Captain America in front of me makes me feel connected to myself. Like yeah. you're literally putting something behind you that you built that yeah. is something you love. Yeah. 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 Feels good. Feels good. I hope um, hope it's not too far from the camera so it can be appreciated. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to do <laughs> and trying to say. I mean, that's also, that's also something like if it's far enough from the camera, like people that will notice it are like the people that actually care. Yeah. Yeah. Earlier today, someone was like, is, is, 
do I see a cactus back there? I'm like, you didn't see my PSVR. You didn't see my Amiibo. You didn't see my Gundam. You didn't see my, you saw the cactus. You saw my cactus. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yes, it is a cactus. We connected on that. <laughs> Maybe they really like cacti. I don't know. They, uh, apparently, apparently they do. Some people geek out on succulents, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah true. All right. Any closing thoughts? Lara? I mean, every, be yourself and like your therapist, your teacher, your parents, your doctor, your nurse, they're all people too with things that they love and enjoy. And if you can connect with them on that and it makes you feel a little better, like that's awesome. (laughs) They are people. Lauren, any closing thoughts? Mm. Honestly, we're all just like big birds and we got to make our nest nice. So decorate it with whatever sticks and twigs and leaves and chunks of dog fur and sparkly tinsel, whatever you need, because it's it's your nest and it should reflect you and feel like home. Thank you, Lauren. I almost I, I I almost spit water all over my mic and my computer. <laughs> what? What? You guys don't really deeply connect with my big bird metaphor. No, I do. That's why I almost spit the water. <laughs> Look, what you don't know behind me right now, Sesame Street. Oh, what? No, I wish that would be great. Hmm. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to. For joining us on this episode of GT Radio, um, I I, I want to see people's backgrounds. I want to see what uh, what figures, art, framed or otherwise, stuff you made yourself, stuff you didn't make. Like, what do, what does it mean to you? What are you trying to tell people um, by by having that? Um, if anything, have there have there been any moments where you connected with somebody over this stuff? Uh, does the do you agree or disagree that uh yeah people it, the humanizing part you can you can you can be even more uh human <laughs> by showing off uh like things that yeah that i mean that you love or you care about or, or like say more about you than than um your picture can again i'm not against the pictures i'm just saying let's, let's do a little more <laughs> all right so Please share those on the forum or the Discord. Uh, Links to all of that is in the show notes. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. Um, More Geek Therapy on geektherapy.com. What else am I missing? I haven't haven't messed this up in a a long time. I don't know why. what's going on. Uh, Yeah, no, I think I cover everything in the show notes. Thank you for listening. Remember to geek out and do good, and we'll be back next week. Mm, Bye. This episode was brought to you in part by our Patreon supporters. We'd like to say a very special thank you to our supporters at the evangelist level and above, including Mark, Booney, Lydia, Jamila, Adam, Doe, Gay, Pat, and Joe Lynn. To learn more about how to support Geek Therapy and gain access to exclusive content, visit patreon.com slash geektherapy.